Now betting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Welcome back to Two Men On on the Sports Animal. Big thank you to John Lopez Real Estate for sponsoring this very studio. Big thank you to the YMCA Central New Mexico, which we were live from earlier, but now we're back at the studio. Big thank you to Teller Vodka, being a friend of this program. I-9 Sports, or I-9, or I-9 Varsity today. Yeah, I-9 Varsity of Airport Etiquette. We do break that one down at the very end of the program. Tomorrow, we're at the ABQ Duke store. Come hang out with your boys. That's going to be a lot of fun. Only till 5.45, though. We're off early tomorrow. It's an early week of Isotopes baseball. In the central time zone. Tuesday, that's tomorrow, ABQ Duke store. Wednesday, Red Door. Thursday, ABQ Axe. Friday, we're going to go back to the Y because today was a full-on remote disaster. We're going to talk a little bit of baseball. Hey, Mary, did you know that Orioles' number one prospect, Jackson Holiday, in double A in 13 games, is slashing 396, 448, and 642 with four doubles and three home runs? He's drawn five walks. He's only struck out eight times. He's over 1,000 OPS. Do you know he's 19 years old? Do you want to talk about that? Well, I mean, I've been betting on them for like weeks now, the <laughs> Orioles in general. Uh, they've been really. They're triple A. Doing. Huh? They're triple A affiliate, hey, Amory. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah, it's their AAA affiliate. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. They're really good to bet on right now. Top five, five team to bet on. I used to do a bet where I would go, like, John Stamos updates, and then I did Keanu Reeves updates. I think I want to do Tim Anderson updates. Constantly? Constantly, all the time. Because you, you turned into one of the coolest dudes in baseball to a giant pile of garbage this year. Is that why? Fall from grace. <laughs> he done, though. Six games off. Yeah, where's he going? Guess he's appealing, huh? Going to go vacation in Detroit with you? <laughs> it was like a good trip. Walk me through it. Well, I mean, would you like to play the audio first, good sir? Oh, I don't have it. Emory, you got it? Oscar's throw is not in time. He just missed him at second base. This is another rocket of a throw, and now... Oh, boy. Now oh, my goodness. Here come the benches. Off we go. It started with Anderson and Ramirez. Swings being taken. Kopak had to hold him back, and everybody's spilling out here in Cleveland. Well, now they come running out of the bullpen which is a bit late, but they're adding some support to the effort. <laughs> and that was one of the few that you actually saw coming to blows. You don't see that too often. And Timmy is still hot about this. Down goes Anderson. Uh. Down goes Anderson. First off, it was significantly shorter but that is a way better fight than Jake Paul and Nate Diaz. Oh, absolutely. And just re-watching the highlight, I love he's like, all right, we're doing this, and just, like, throws down his gloves and puts up his dukes, and they start just, like, boxing. 
This goes back some time, you were saying, Van. Well, I mean, the the White Sox are just a garbage franchise and organization. Like, There's been rumors about how bad the culture is for quite some time. And I think it all started when they made the foolish mistake of letting your boy, Tony La Russa, get the keys to the Porsche and crash it into a tree. Yes, that was a DWI allegory. Yes, it was. Tony La Russa sucks. All those years that he was successful in St. Louis, you could probably argue it was Yadier Molina that was successful in St. Louis. Keeping the the locker room mm-hmm. and the dugout together because he's a real leader. All those years in St. Louis that he was successful, you can argue that it was Albert Pujols as to why he was successful. Sure. You could argue it was third base coach Jose Oquindo yeah. as to why he was successful. Or Dave Duncan, why he was successful. He's had success despite him. Jim Edmonds. Oh, I love Jim Edmonds so much. Jim Edmonds keeping the Are you talking about together? Major League Baseball Hall of Famer Scott Rowland? Scott Rowland. The greatest not? third baseman in the history of Major League Baseball? Despite the antics of Tony La Russa, they had some quality dudes there to keep that team together. You, the, take them, you take them to another team that doesn't have the same kind of culture that they do in St. Louis, and you're seeing what's happening right now. Just like that Moby song? Mass exodus of people wanting to be traded, free-for-all in the locker room and dugout. I mean, this isn't... Tim Anderson got into a fight the game before the All-Star break with his own teammate. We're talking about the White Sox. We're talking about the South Side. We're talking about they had Ozzie Guillen. We're talking about their fans hopped the barricade to beat up a first base umpire. We're talking kind of the worst organization to go. And they got no clue right now. That fight you were talking about, I didn't know about that. Was that public? That all-star game thing? Um, No, not till just recently. So the story behind this, Amory, because we know you don't care about baseball. That's absolutely not true. I just told you how much I bet on the Baltimore Orioles, and I actually love baseball. No, 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 the sport. The sport of baseball. Not the act of gambling. Not the money. No, no, I actually love baseball, and I watch it. Amory's over here like... No, I really do watch it, though. I love baseball. I don't just love NFL. I love all sports. I mostly just love... Well... Except WWE, but but you can... I can start to understand that love, Fred. Amory's like, you know, since the Mets traded their five players, they're 0-6, and since the Red acquired the Reds only acquired one guy as a trade deadline, and they're 0-6, and the Diamondbacks, they acquired a closer and an outfielder, but they're 0-6 since the trade deadline, too. And the Angels, guess what? 0-6. That's all you care about. That's not true. W's and, W's and L's. Absolutely not. And winning parlays, duh. Well, and that's parlays. for all sports. Hear, hear me out. I put, actually love baseball. Put this parlay down for tonight. Mets, Reds, D-backs, and Angels all lose. <laughs> what? Stop. You would have hit the last six of that parlay. I appreciate and love baseball. So Tim Anderson before the All-Star break. And if I'm screwing any of this story up, Van, correct it. Sure. So Grandall wasn't in the lineup the day before the All-Star break. He, so he wanted to go home. He's like, I'm just going to go home. He's a catcher. He's working hard. Yeah. Save them knees. So... Tim Anderson hears about this, and he's like, forget him. If he doesn't want to be here, I'll pay for his flight. Grandall caught wind of this, 
walked over to Tim Anderson. Why, I guess he was allegedly in the hot or cold tub. I don't know which. And just slapped him right across the mouth. This is your own team. Is that the story as you understand it? It, it is. It is, exactly. I love the 2023 White Sox. And Tim Anderson's fall from grace, because he was a dude last year, all-star last year, could go last year, propelled many fantasy teams to championships last year. This year, down goes Anderson. He squared up like he knew what he was doing. He did not know what he was doing. Threw a wild punch and then got caught in the chin. In the chin. Not even... Not even on top of his ear. Not even a knockout spot. He is so Charmin triple soft that he got caught in a the chin by Jose Ramirez and went down and was wobbly for five minutes after. Well, to be fair. Mm, to be fair. Amory. Amory. To be To be fair. Thank you. Well done. The timing was there. Okay. Nice ellipsis. This whole thing happened at second base. Of course, Tim Anderson fell out there. This is like when Anakin and Obi-Wan were on Mustafar. Oh, here we go. Fighting to their death on Lava Island. Tim Anderson has not been at second base all season long. He was super lost out there. He didn't get no doubles. He didn't know how to slide into second. My man doesn't get to first. He was not weak-kneed because he got hit in the jaw. He was weak-kneed because, geographically speaking, he's never stood on that ground. He's terrible. Cleveland's A-ball team. Okay. Lake County captains is having Jose Ramirez Appreciation Week. All fans named Tim get a free ticket to sit down on the grass. If you wear your Ramirez jersey... You get a free Bam Bam in the cargo hold, a free home run punch derby, and you get entered into the punch out competition in their 80s arcade. Are you are you lying? This is real life. Give it all to me again. Okay. If You're your name, lying. If your name's Tim, you get a free ticket to sit down on the grass. Genius. <sighs> this is like a berm seat? If, yes, exactly. Okay. If you wear your Ramirez jersey, you get a free home run punch derby. And you get to enter the punch-out competition in their 80s arcade. It's like Mike Tyson's punch-out competition. But you get in for free if you wear your Ramirez jersey. Is it the machine that you punch, or is it Mike Tyson's punch-out? I believe it's Mike Tyson's punch-out. Oh, damn it, dude. Mike Tyson's punch-out tournament. That's so sweet. Yes. And you know there's some nerd intern that loves baseball and coding that can take that crappy 1988 Mike Tyson's punch-out NES game and turn it into Tim Anderson Punch-Out in about 10 seconds. Oh, as, as goofy and pixelated as it is? Yes. Oh, my goodness. You just need a middle school education. You could do it. You just changed Mike Tyson to a little bit smaller and his name to Tim Anderson. Pretty easy. He, he got he got ventura Worse. He got worse. This is the best punch in the history of baseball. It used to be held by Nolan Ryan until Rufned Odor knocked out Jose Batista. And now 
Jose Ramirez is the undisputed baseball fight champion. He knocked Tim Anderson clean out. Out, seeing stars. He had to be walked back to the dugout because he couldn't walk. He had two shots at him beforehand. Mm -hmm. Missed them both. Yep. And then Ramirez caught him while being tied up from behind. Correct. Not even a full punch. You couldn't walk off the field. He went down faster than a South Valley Recycling Center in Albuquerque. Then, oh, that's how fast he okay, went down. That's too soon. The White Sox are garbage. It's a garbage culture. From Kenyon Middleton, who's no longer with the team. Okay. He said it's absolutely trash culture. They don't care at all. They run rampant. They do whatever the hell they want. He said, you have rookies sleeping in the bullpen during the game. You have guys missing meetings. You have guys missing PFPs, which if you don't know, it's pitcher fielding practice. And there are no consequences for any of this stuff whatsoever. He said, leadership is at fault. They say, expletive deleted rolls downhill. I feel like some guys don't want to speak up when they should have. It's hard to police people when there are no rules. If guys are doing think doing things you think are wrong, who is it to wrong you? You or them. It's anyone's judgment at that point. Do whatever you want. Yeesh. After he got beat up, then got helped off the field, not under his own power, then tried to re-enter the field of play, he then tweeted, quote, we going to catch up with them later. It's your fault. You got knocked out. (sighs) Catch up with him later? Say catch up with him later if he throws a cheap shot at you. Ramirez If he sucker punches you, if he does something outside the lines and say, yeah, I'm going to get even. I'm going to catch up with you. This is your fault. It's your fault. You pushed him, and then you squared up. You knuckled up to him. This is your fault. This reminds, he was defending himself and knocked you clean out, Tim. This reminds me, I don't know if this exists here in Albuquerque. You guys might be able to tell me. Hey, Marie, you have a high school age nephew. So where I grew up, whenever Snapchat became prevalent, what you would do if you were part of a certain, I don't know if word to use, gang, you would go to another neighborhood and post that you were at like a gas station in that other neighborhood. Right. And then those people in that neighborhood would see that and they would come to that gas station. Yep. And then it would be fisticuffs. Sure. That's immediately what I think of. Do you not are you not familiar with this, Amory? Well, I don't remember Snapchat being popular in high school. I just remember oh, my, no. my MySpace. It, this is not my our this oh. is not our high school. This is Oh, I thought you meant our age. I was like, I think it's No, I think high school kids time. today are familiar with this. Oh yeah. But this is like early twenty year old stuff. Yeah. I totally. don't know if that happens here. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. Definitely happens in like an actual big city with actual weird stuff. Yeah. For totally. example, like Amory, like the Brentwood baddies. Yeah, the Brentwood baddies. Went into the hood of the, the Main Street Marys. Yeah, the roller king. Yeah. And then you had your inline skates on, and you're skating on their streets. Were the, did you say the? Would you say the Main Street Marys? Yeah, Main Street Marys. That's not bad. That's I don't. Decent. I wouldn't have gone with Marys. No. Marias. No. What are you doing? Hold on. It's not even. No, baddies is like a type. It would be like the like the the Main Street. Just because they have maniacs. Oh, that's a good one. Write that down. That's pretty good. Yeah. 
maniacs. The, okay, the oh, main street, the maniacs, the main street, <laughs> the main, the main street maniacs. Yeah, they throw on their inline skates, and then you have some sort of, you know, roller derby esque fight around the Seven Eleven. You put your left hook in. No, you, you put know, your you left know, hook. No, you know out. where you would do it, Sonic. Sonics. Where where I grew up, there were two or dairy. Taco Qu- Cabana. There were two dairy queens where I grew up. Where I grew up. There were two Sonics, one on each side of town, and you would cruise to each of them. Yeah, you would cruise. Yeah, you say it was cruise, Roller King with the, the younger years, but if you wanted to inline skate and like have a roller derby battle and like fight, it'd be at Sonics or Taco Cabana. Why did you? Ooh, why TC. did you put an S on? Because I forgot. Because like you're supposed to. That's what Burkenias do, and I like sure. failed my Sonic. Burkenia. Philippines out there by just saying Sonic. I mean, if you want to skate a little harder and have some more room to fight, you probably go to the Gualmar. No, the parking lot of the Gualmar. It didn't happen there. That doesn't make sense. It makes it sense there. to go from the Roller King to the Sonics because you could just wear your roller skates the whole time. Mm-hmm. They're both roller skate cultures. I hate the Main Street Maddies. Hey. All my Brentwood baddies hate the Main Street Maddies. I found pictures for you guys, by the way. I got to bring them in. Stoked. For, of the Brentwood baddies. I feel like I would hate you as a kid. I feel like we would not uh, have been friends. I had a Mark McGuire jersey. In Albuquerque. Yeah, and? Did you get like a secondhand store? Uh, no, because I went to St. Louis. That's sweet. Exactly what day was that? Where was I? I don't know. It was uh, 99. I was uh, a kid. I was the Babers then. Itty bitty Babers spread. Stadium? Mm. Are we wrapped up on baseball? You want to go back to football or what? Flip a coin. We do have to take a break. We're flipping a coin where we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Awaiting our friend Jack Tonet from the Y. When he's in, he's in. He's going to try to talk to us about the Jets. Jack Tony and the Jets. Hard Knocks is going to start. So stoked. That right. quarterback series sucks. That is not good. It sucks, right? It straight up sucks. You watched it? I tried so hard to sit through it. It is so boring. Dog, I was telling you. There is no excitement whatsoever. There is nothing interesting whatsoever. First episode of Hard Knocks is tomorrow. That's going to be dope. That'll be at 8 Eastern. This might be the best Hard Knocks season ever. We'll recap that on Wednesday. Hey, Marie, was it your blind fandom to the NFL that made you think the quarterbacks didn't suck? Like, what about it? It has nothing to do with not only my fandom to the NFL or uh, one of the quarterbacks being um, the quarterback for my team. Um, I just love anything football. And I enjoyed it. It was horribly produced. It was slow. It was uninteresting. Like, I tried so hard. I was like, okay. I didn't think it was going to be like. I was like, okay, it's going to start off slow. And they're going to de- do some character development. And it's going to get better. And it's just like. I I, I didn't win it. I didn't imagine it to be award-winning TV series or docu-series. I thought it got you excited for football. And I thought it was fun to look at all those different quarterbacks' lives. It made me not care about humanity. It it took me a little bit to the next level on not caring because I was like, hey, I can't be the only one that thinks this thing sucks. I, I can't be that guy. Usually when it comes to like art and media and entertainment, 
we're almost exact opposites. Sure. But I wholeheartedly agree with you well, that this show sucks. What sucked the most about it, which kind of impressed me, was how the NFL was able to lie so hard. Yeah. And if you go to reviews of this thing, Sporting News, DraftKings, all these like NFL um, propaganda mechanisms, right. they're telling you it doesn't suck. Of course. If you're trying to find actual reviews on quarterback, the Netflix, NFL, Peyton Manning thing, they're not there. No. No. They've cornered the market. Yeah. I mean, this is obviously propaganda. Like, you only, all all these publications right. are, they're in on it. Well, and the, know, They're in on it. The problem when you do bad drugs, like NFL quarterback, is you want to do really good drugs, like HBO Hard Knocks. And that's focusing on the New York Jets and their... Do you want to say Savior or Pariah Aaron Rodgers joining us on the program? Jacques Tony, the biggest Jets fan in the history of the entire world and basically the face of the YMCA. Brother, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing great. How about you, my man? I mean, what's up? Do you have like, it's must-see TV for you tomorrow night with Hard Knocks, right? Are you are you like set it up at the house? Is it a DVR thing? What's your watching routine? I got a DVR, and I'll probably I'll watch it tomorrow live and then probably watch it again on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> now, what, are, what are your expectations for the program, number one, and for the Jets coming up this season? Let's see how so unreasonable you're about to be. Uh, so expectations for the program is will be um, the best Hard Knocks season of Hard Knocks yet again. Um, well, we, you know, we like to repeat, you know, kind of things. And then this season, I mean, we got a tough six weeks to start, but I'm giving my boys, you know, 10, 10 nice wins. We're going to get into a nice playoffs and, uh, we'll lose in the second round. Now, if I just started naming things, amenities, programs, offerings of the YMCA, you two would have to eventually stop me because there are so many things that would take up the remainder of the program. But, Free New Mexico pre-K, after-school programs, the Drive for Good event coming up, the Top Golf, the Youth Basketball League, the Youth Volleyball League, the Summer Sports Camps coming to the end, the football, uh, the Futsal. There is so much going on at the Y right now. As the membership director, Jacques, of the Y, how easy is your job at this moment? Um, not very. Um, <laughs> I'm just, you know, my staff, I'm a, I must be giving all the props to my staff. They are definitely number one. They're in the front line. They're taking care of everyone how they should be. Um, but I'm we busy in here. I'm doing all these audits, making sure everyone's accounts are all good every day. And we got more and more people coming in and joining the fun, which especially with fall sports about to kick off here in just a couple of weeks. Uh, we got that football, uh, volleyball, and basketball. That's about two weeks out when they start their practices. Um, so we're trying to get people registered for that and make sure everyone's signed up and ready to go. Um, and then we have a lot more fun coming, too. So, you know, school started. Today all the kindergartners start their school. We're picking those guys up for the first time to get into after school also. So it's been a lot going on around the while, and I love it. I love seeing this place busy. Two locations, the Horn and the McLeod, obviously the orientation, the personal training, unlimited group access. Uh, everything is state-of-the-art now. All the equipment is the best equipment you can find in the city. The national-wide access to Y360 and all of the pro, uh, participating locations around the country, you can go to those. Me and Van know when we travel, we go to Ys across the country. Cannot stress this to you. Individual memberships, roughly a buck a day. Family memberships, you get all the youth programs included. Jacques, 
I don't think for a second that people aren't just banging down the door to become members of the Y. How are you guys reaching prospective new members, and what success are you having in those endeavors? Uh, we've been, I've been climbing in every tree, turning every corner, my mm-hmm. man, spinning every rock. Uh, we got some, you know, radio ads going on. Uh, we just did some uh, peach jars for all the public school kids. Make oh, there sure you go. They are knowing that we are available for them for their after school needs. Uh, we've, I got, I've been standing on the corner with the sign, even in the rain today, <laughs> come in and sign up. Um, so we've been doing everything that we can to tell, let everyone know about all the great things that we're doing, not just for the Y, but for our community also, you know, we want to help develop these young kids, make sure that they grow into, um, you know, healthy, responsible adults. So, um, it's big for me because I'm all about the kids, man. What's the buzz like for the new futsal league? I have to imagine it's through the roof. Uh, futsal is actually, I got one spot left. Ooh. I got one spot left. Somebody got to come and grab that. 505-595-1515. Call, call, call to the wire right now. Save that spot. <laughs> yeah, I'll pick, I mean, I'll pick up anybody if I'm talking to you guys. Uh, we got one spot. Um, definitely futsal is definitely booming right now. Um, we also still have some spots left in our volleyball and our basketball league. Those are starting to get a little slim also, so if you haven't registered, definitely need to get on that. Um, we have some of the best uh, basketball leagues going on in Albuquerque. Uh, nice and competitive, but it's really built around that development for the kids. Um, and just being a member here at the Y, that is part of the membership, and we even give them youth uh, conditioning classes, agility classes, again, part of the membership also. So, like, we're just giving it all away just to make these kids great, man. What's up with this Top Golf event? You trying to golf? You just showing up? Like the August thirty first, support the Y. What What's the deal over there? Yeah, so Top Golf is going to be big for us. Um, so here at the Y, we offer financial aid, um, and that is one of the ways how we help support that uh, with our Top Golf event and the other events that we do. It's a good time. We got to have some food, uh, some you know adult beverages. It's really just time to get together and have a great time with one another and join the com- community. Uh, we'll have a little auction going off, too. Um, thanks to you guys, we got some cool things going on this year in our auction as well. So I'm ready to see how that goes for us. Are you are you trying to tease right now? Are you trying to tease the two men on and YMCA joint venture, the Super Bowl helmet that we had autographed by every single person? Like 50 we autographs on that thing. 50 autographs. <laughs> We're going to announce pretty yeah. soon the website you can go to to start bidding on it. Yep, that's it exactly. Um, you know, we got sometimes you got to let them wait for it, man. They got to come and see it. <laughs> you got to come and see it. It's, uh, you know, it's only $150 to participate. Um, it's a great afternoon with all of us Y directors and uh, staff, as well as our two men on group, and then other vendors that we also partner with throughout uh, our time here in New Mexico. Um, but it's a really good time. Um, I thank Top Golf for having us there also. So um, everyone needs to get out there, help us, you know, continue to make our community great. Now, obviously the Jets took an L in the very first preseason game of the year against the Browns and a display of the two worst franchises in the NFL. How did you feel as a fan of the Jets watching them lose to the lowly Cleveland Browns, proving that they are actually worse than the worst team in the NFL? Okay. So actually that that there was not one starter that played that game. Um, let's, let's, let's start with that. It was a whole bunch of men just trying to get a job, respectfully, because I, you know, I've been on that side of the on that also. 
Um, so it's just preseason football, my man. This is going to be the first season in like three years we haven't gone four and zero in preseason. All right, so put put some respect on our name. I'm more excited for September 11th when we kick off that Monday night opener. We got Josh Allen and the Jets in Buffalo, so it's going to be a good time. There's, Go ahead, ben. There's no way the people who write the NFL script are going to let a New Jersey team beat a New York team on September 11th. That's a good point. That's There's a really good no point. Way. There's no way. Yeah, so they don't kind of let those things happen. They kind of <laughs> just happen, you know, when you play hard. So I hope my boys – I'm not hoping. I know my boy Sauce is going to show up because he was like, yo, Revis just got his Hall of Fame. I'm up next. So I got to show them what's up. How heartbroken are you that the Jets wave folk hero Chris Streveler today? It's a uh, <laughs> tough, tough run for the franchise right now. Uh, I'm not really worried about those kind of things right now. You know, <laughs> we just trying to get prepared for a football season. I kind of feel like I'm on. I'm the. I'm part of the Jets ownership team yes. and coaching staff. Um, you know, I talk to them before I get on with you guys all the time. So. Quentin, hold on. Quentin is calling me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Jock Tony is the best, brother. Yeah, I just called my man Q now. But, no, nah, it's going to be a good season of football. Uh, like I said, we got six big weeks to start this season. We got um, the Bills at home, and then we travel to Dallas, which is really not that hard. Ah. And then we got Patriots. Nice. Like, that, that's that's not no joke right there. I say we probably have one of the hardest schedules, but hey, to be great, you got to beat the best, right? We're at the commercial break. You're the absolute best, brother. YMCACNM.org. Get your memberships. Anything we missed, Chuck? Yeah, J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 Jets. Okay, just hit the drop button, Amory. What is this? <laughs> it's just like that. Whenever we get back, we wrap up our NFL talk, and then today's I-9 Varsity. Yeah, and I am varsity of airplane etiquette. Tune it on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The. Matt Ryan find a job yet? No, but he's thirsty as one person he, could get. He's staying in shape, you guys. What does that mean? That's what he said. Oh, he spent his whole life working out. He doesn't stop working out. He's hanging out outside the Atlanta Falcons training Shut complex. Shut up. What like if... friggin' John Cusack holding a boom box and say anything. Should that be Good the happens. actual quarterback documentary like Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan? See, that would be compelling. Like all the quarterbacks who are struggling. That would be an actual documentary with actual things in the world happening, not scripted. Well, you know, I'm just a regular guy like you guys. You know what I mean? I just I go I go to Applebee's on Thursdays. What is the Shut up, Patrick? What's the Washington Guardians quarterback's name? Which one? You mean the Washington Commanders? Sam Howell. Sam Howell. Yeah, and then or Jacoby Brissett. Sam Howell. Sam Howell. Sam Howell has the job. The Washington Guardians are going to play Sam Howell over Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz and. Name the rest of the list. Also, I think we're to the point now where we no longer bring up Colin Kaepernick's name. 
It's passed. It's passed. The time has passed. The time, yeah, it's gone. Good job, NFL owners. You did it. You did it. You did, congrats. You blacklisted him. Now he's out of his prime. Good job. If he really wanted to play the game, he'd have gone to the arena. Shut up. Shut up. You know, Kurt Warner, yes, we all know. Shut up. Speaking of people too old for their job. Oh, okay. You see my beloved Houston baseball Astros went to the White House? Thought you were going. You see that? Yep, Joe Biden. Yep. Yep, Joe Biden and Dusty Baker. I'm mad that I picked Tony La Russa and the Tony La Russa-Dusty Baker rivalry. Because I hate Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker? Yeah. World Series champion manager and inventor of the high five. That Dusty Baker? How could you hate this guy? Toothpick chewing, whiskey sipping, cigar smoking, joke telling, sounding a lot like Ric Flair, Dusty Baker. <laughs> Rick, that one. Wristband wearing. <laughs> Puppy scratching. Yeah. Members jacket only promoting. Speaking of, I got an idea for some merch. Uh, today, Joe Biden said. People counted you out, talking to Dusty Baker, saying that you were past your prime. Hell, I know a little something about that. No. <laughs> yeah, he does. He did not. Yeah, he did. That's great. He's able to poke fun at himself. Yeah, because Corn Pop was a bad dude. When he remembers the speech that someone else wrote for him. You know how he used to dip the razor blade in a bucket of rainwater? <laughs> what? What, Joe? Mitch McConnell goes to speak in Kentucky the other day, and the whole crowd goes, retire, retire, retire. Also, Democratic Party, please run someone else. Oh, literally. Please. Hey, also, please. you said Democratic Party? Democratic Party and Republican Party. Yes. Both of you. Go pick someone new. Go get some new ones. Here we go. We turn in the KKOB real fast. But look, both of you quit. Low-key, this is my favorite sport. Quit running these people who you would force to retire if they were working for your business, but instead you let them run the country? You got to get... You got to get Sleepy Joe out. He's old. He's past his prime. He can't do the job right. He's a year older than you. He's a year older than the other one. (laughs) Quit running these old people. Amory said we can't talk politics. That's anymore. what she just That's said. It. She said that verbatim. She said the Astros never would have went to Trump's White House. That's what she said. <laughs> they literally did. <laughs> <laughs> They've been to each. Today's I-9 Varsity. Whenever we get back to the I-9 Varsity of Airplane Etiquette. Tumen on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Today's I-9 Varsity. League Office 280 at I-9Sports.com. 505-312-4999. Reach out. Tie nine sports. Your kids are back in school. Doesn't mean sports have stopped. They got a lot going on, including soccer, basketball, volleyball, cheerleading. You already know leagues, instructional programs. I'm not telling you anything, but I'm telling you, go do it. Albuquerque, Rio Rancho, Edgewood. All right. I had a crap experience on an airplane this weekend. I almost want to expand our I-9 varsity to airport and airplane etiquette. So if you guys go that direction, feel free. There's no there's no, I lim- am. no limitations here. I Ab- am. Absolutely. Greet the flight attendant. When you walk on the plane, they're standing right there. Say hello. Yeah. 
Say hello to the flight attendant. If you're wearing buds or pods or headphones or whatever, rip them out. Press mute on them for two seconds. Say hello to your flight attendant. I hate your stinking guts if you don't say hello to the flight attendant. That's an excellent start. Thank you. That's an excellent start. I mean, this we started this because we talked about how if you have the middle seat, you get both armrests. Oh, yeah. Seat that's, sensitivity that's on the list. Everyone knows that. Even the, the people who don't follow that rule, you know that rule. Anyways, first on my I-9 varsity right. of airport etiquette is when you land safely uh-huh. and your flight's done. Oh, I'm already with you. And you're walking off the plane. Uh-huh. Clap the entire time. No. Oh. Give the pilot a little kiss on the forehead. Yeah. And say, good job, partner. Yeah. And give him like a little soft punch on the shoulder. Thanks, big guy. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. Good answer. That's the first one right there. Always do that. My I-9 varsity of uh-huh. uh, airplane etiquette, but I'm going airport, is when people are surprised <clears throat> at security lines and they have a flight they have to get to. It's like they're doing it on purpose. Mm. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe there's a line at the security. My flight leaves in 10 minutes. I hate those people. I also hate those people. Yeah. They Stop. We know what you're doing. Also in the airport, I-9 Varsity, one right here. Do you not just dead-ass stop by walking? I don't understand. Oh, it's dangerous. How in your life, yeah. you just no one just slams on the brakes. In the middle of a moving crowd. Right. Veer off to the side and then check your fill in the blank. Exactly that. What kind of. Do you do this on the highway? That's what I'm thinking. What kind of idiotic life do you live to where you can just impede the entire pedestrian flow of traffic that is not just in front of you, surrounding you, but immediately behind you? Fix the wheel on your on your luggage as well. Stop fighting with that damn thing. Or just get new luggage. Get new luggage. Hey, invest nice in a couple things. Oh, it's nice thing. new luggage is so cheap now. Game changer. It is a life changer. I finally did it like a year ago. You know, not, my, not even that long. No, you no, you waited too long. You had some crap luggage for a while. Yeah, but I, I you know, I don't like spending money on new stuff. So it's like I'll ride these so the wheels fall off. Literally, I have, I have super nice Swiss gear luggage and backpack and all that Strong. stuff. Yeah, I'm all matching. Mm-hmm. A little matchy matchy. Nice. All right, next on my I-9 varsity of airport etiquette yeah, is if you're going to take your shoes and socks off on the plane, mm-hmm. oh. make sure you bring oils and lotions yeah, to do it up so your neighbors can rub your feet and you can take a little nappy nap. So gross. Such a good answer. Yeah, thank yeah. you. And this is right after you microwave fish. Yeah, in the outside. You bring, yeah, yeah, you yeah. bring your microwave fish onto the <laughs> yep. plane. So mm-hmm. smart. Good yeah. answer, man. This is adding on to yours, Fred, about just people stopping. You know those moving walkways? The people who stop and take that for a ride and don't move, but they take up the the, left side, the the whole, no, no, just the middle so people can't even pass through either. Yeah, I hate those people. I hate them. There's all, hey, and I'm a talker. I'm a friendly guy. I would say if there's one skill I have in my life, icebreakers. Okay. There's an appropriate amount of talking to stranger time on the airplane, and it's this amount. When you sit down until the plane takes off, then it's done. Then I can put my AirPods in. Then I can turn on my live stream of U.S. women's soccer or whatever I want to watch. Yep. And then when that thing is over. Read the room. 
That's the move. I don't need you to talk to me for the entirety of my trip, Sean. Van? Next on my I-9 varsity. Yep. It's not so much airport etiquette, but a little tip. Okay. If you're worried that you might be going through some bumpy airspace. Uh-huh, turbulence. A little turbulence. Okay. And they're not going to do food or alcohol service. No. Pro tip. You can legally bring a quart bag full of minis with you. And that uh, is the truth. Some airlines. It is legal from the FAA to bring a quart bag full of minis with you. You're welcome. Those can't be consumed on the plane. I want to be very clear with this. They can be. That's what I want to say. Beforehand. Yeah, I was going to say that's not allowed. South, that's not really allowed. Man. Only Southwest has <laughs> banned and stop alcohol. Rushing that's why I fly American because I could bring my minis and I could crack my minis on the airplane. I know. Stop rushing to get on the plane and then take forever to get off the plane. It drives me up a wall. I mean, that's the classic. You stay in your seat until it's. Oh, you do, if annoying. you try to walk past me. Yeah. I, oh, I hate that. Oh, I'll mess up your life. Same. And I'll say it out loud to others. I'll say, have you guys ever seen the movie The Jerk with Steve Martin? You don't need to. He's right here. Mm-hmm. I will trip you and make it look like an accident, and no one will say anything because they all hate you. Hey, Marie, good job today while we were out. Thank you. Van, final word? Check out the opening drive tomorrow morning with Jeff and JJ. That's a good one. Yeah. I don't miss it. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.